There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome back to the Dr. Light Show. My name is Josh here with Jim Price. Jim. Hello. How you been, man? What's up, guys? You've been, you been, you been on vacation. <laughs> I wish it was a vacation. I wish I was sitting at the beach just, uh, you know, getting tired of watching the waves lap the uh, shoreline. But I, um, no, I was uh, traveled down to Florida and went over to Trump Derail, which if you guys ever get a chance, that's a pretty nice place. It is really, really nice. Enjoyed uh, the weather was fantastic. The people were patriots. It was fan. It was just great. A lot of great stuff going on. But that drive down there to take my studio equipment with stuff with me, mm, that was a stretch. That was a little bit tough. So I'm glad to be back, though. I'm, I'm enjoying being here. Thank you guys for hanging around. And uh, it looks like you held the, the fort down while I was gone. So thank you for doing that. It was great. But uh, yeah, these events, guys. You guys got to get to these events. We we got one coming up in Pigeon Forge. Me and Josh here in a couple weeks. We got one coming up in July. We really need to be at these things because this is where you draw your energy for the fight going forward, and it was an awesome event. Yeah, man, that's awesome to hear. That was awesome to hear. I watched some of it on uh, the streams, right? And those events are pretty cool. The next one's in Vegas. We were just talking about that. Going to have mm-hmm. Alex Jones there, so they're turning the frogs gay. So it's going to be pretty cool. Can't wait to see that one. Um, <laughs> but the he's the turning the frogs gay. You want to see that one, or you want to see Alex Jones? Yeah, well, I met Alex uh, before, so it'd be cool to see him again. Yeah. Right, and, yeah, I get him. You know, interesting time to be alive, man. You know, so mm. Elon Musk goes out and hires this uh, this world what is the deal on forum that? executive chair to be the head yeah. of Twitter, who's pro mask, pro vaccine, uh, probably pro censorship. She's pro. Um, she, her marketing ideas are to basically bring in marketers and have them create the content or control the flow of content, which is not free speech. So don't know, understand what's going on with Elon, but we felt like there probably was some pushback that Elon was going to reverse his decision. And immediately after this, we see the U.S. Virgin Islands have subpoenaed Elon Musk in the Jeffrey Epstein case. The subpoena was served to Musk on April 28th. The document suggests that Epstein, a convicted sex offender, might have introduced Musk to one of the world's wealthiest individuals, uh, to J.P. Morgan. And so Uh Elon Musk has responded. This is idiotic on so many levels. That Cretan never advised me on anything whatsoever. The notion that I would need to listen to financial advice from a dumb crook is absurd. Uh, J.P. Morgan let Tesla down 10 years ago despite having Tesla's global commercial banking business which we then withdrew. I've never forgiven them. And so it, wow. it's kind of interesting because I, I believe Elon Musk on this, and I believe he's being attacked, as well as I believe he's being um, coerced into hiring this woman. What are your thoughts? Well, I do I do see some oddities in this, and but there's always been this hesitancy with me. I, I, I believe him in a lot of ways, but there's just this, I don't know, what do you want to call it, the 10%, the 5% at the end where I'm just kind of like, man there's been some weird little things that have kind of come out but yet consistently he has uh pushed for transparency i mean i'm still blacklisted on my stuff i don't know why i'm still that way but uh on twitter but yet uh, there's this whole hiring of this chick i mean did he 
literally hire her or did he hire someone with the same name and is he trolling this other person? Or is this a real thing? Oh, no, I don't no, know. He, I've watched he, him troll he, people. He hired her. I mean, no. There's oh, no he did. Okay. So he is going to diss as a first year thing. She's, okay. she's starting when she's ready, according to him. Um, and I, I don't ready. know the move that he's trying to make with this. He does have complete discretion, though, which means that he remains chairman of the board um, and he has full power over the board and mm-hmm. that he can fire her at any point. So, right. you know, I don't know if this is uh, kind of a negotiation with the globalist to say, hey, look, you know, you can't do this or whatnot. I, I don't know. But it's, right. uh, I think it's a very, very bad move for Elon right. Musk, especially with the amount of clout that he has put in place with everything that we've seen in the last year. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it's a high-level game that he's playing. And right. uh, sometimes you win some battles, sometimes you lose some battles. So I don't know. But it's going to yeah, be Yeah, we don't know the whole playing field. On this, yeah. If you could go borrow $44 billion, I mean, <laughs> just, just to, let's just put that out there, folks. He's on a different playing field than what we are playing in. Like, we're not even in the same playground. Uh, so to understand what his dynamics are that he has to face and, and go against, I don't know. Like I said, I here's the thing, and this is the best way to do it. Use discernment, and when you watch him, what he's doing, and and definitely question. Don't just go, okay, thank you, and then go along with it. Question what he's doing. And keep him accountable. I mean, I did the same thing with Trump the first election in 2016. I voted for him. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem saying that. But I also said, hey, I'm voting for you, but I'm watching. And, you know, I was impressed. So the same thing with Elon. You know, yeah, I've been using Twitter because Twitter has been popping a little bit more and been a little more active. And so I have been playing with Twitter more often, more than I ever have since I've had a Twitter account. But at the same time, uh, I, I'm still hesitant. There's still that little hesitancy to me. And that's what everybody should be, you know, right? Well, you, you, you know, question use discernment in, in, in the judgment of, of anybody, right? I mean, right. at any time that you're um, taking information from people, you need to use discernment. And I think that that's mm-hmm. one of the great fallacies um, of this country is that people believe things upon authority and upon merit. People mm-hmm. just simply believe things because somebody said it and they showed a few pictures or images or a tweet to validate uh, their thoughts and therefore it's truth. Um, right. I, I could I could go into this rabbit hole, but there's a lot of people in the left and the right movements that are victims of psychological warfare, of information warfare, and right. are out there right now propagating absolute lies and garbage. Um, right. Number one, for instance, and here's the thing is I, I can tell you that I don't know, I don't, this is a weird and strange world, right? Okay? Right. right. I don't know 100% for certain, but I can tell you that there is no substantiation of evidence to support these claims. And that is that these high-level globalists are being shipped shipped to Gitmo and -hmm. are being executed through military tribunals. Okay? Right. And then replaced with clones. Now, I can't 100% disprove that, but I have right. no substantiation of evidence to actually suggest or support that. Number one is military tribunals are set for members of the military. It's a, a certain class of law. So a politician would not be set under military tribunal. Uh, you know, government officials, are the, that's highly illegal and against international law. So mm-hmm. 
these people out there propagating these things like real raw news and so forth um, are absolutely garbage and doing a disservice to humanity. Actually, Michael Baxter, the uh, the gentleman that runs Real Raw News, firstly, if you go to the About section on the website, it says that it is political satire right there. Um, but then Michael Baxter is not even his real name. I'm forgetting, I think his name, last name is Griffin or something like that. But there was an expose done on him, I think it was by BuzzFeed a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And come to find out that he is a Trump-hating lefty who was enriled by the conspiracy theorist and decided to take his literally lit- literacy skills and start writing to basically dupe Trump and MAGA and conspiracy theorists. And it had right. become widely successful and made him tons of money that he just continues to do it, even though that this information's out there and people don't care to even research things. Um, one of uh, the people that you and I know, Derek Johnson, who has this theory that Trump is commander in chief, is actually one of the people that supports real raw news and publishes his information and puts it all out there. And now that guy is a uh, who that guy is a, a different level of disinformation. I mean, talk about missing the target every single time. This mm-hmm. guy has no clue what he's talking about. He just spews out garbage without any substantiation of evidence and then acts as if he understands law better than everybody else when he's misreading and misunderstanding and doesn't understand how government works. But, you know, it's a, you have to choose your battles in life, especially in kind of what we do in being, you know, the media and being uh, an influencer and stuff like this is you have to choose your battles wisely and when you start to look at the people that are spreading disinformation, you got to ask yourself, do I want to go out there and make enemies with potential people who are you know, supporters of me? Or do I just want to remain neutral and just tell everybody, never believe anything that anybody says, no matter who they are, unless you can prove it with your own research, inquiry, investigation, and through your own volition? And at the end right. of the day, I mean, I've sat there and I've wrote blog posts on my Substack about how these people are wrong and provided the factual evidence to substantiate my claims and people ridicule me people criticize me people yell at me and it's like you know what why do i even bother but here's the thing is when someone attacks your beliefs jim Mm -hmm. they become an enemy of you because they are attempting to change a paradigm abruptly violently right and it becomes violence against you when you attempt to change a person's beliefs. Whether those beliefs are correct or incorrect, here's the thing. Belief does not equate truth. <laughs> it's really important to understand. A belief Just because it popped in your head doesn't truth. mean it's uh, come from God? No, just oh, because you've sorry. known something your whole life. Just because you've known something your whole life or this is what you understand to be truth, which has become the foundation of your belief, does not make it true. It just makes it your belief, your own interpretation. I like to look at it like this, is that there's an absolute truth. I call the absolute truth God, right? God is the absolute truth. There is nothing outside of that absolute truth. There can be nothing, right? Which means that we have an interpretation of that absolute truth. We cannot understand or comprehend or or even begin to contemplate what that absolute truth is because we are finite within our existence when it is mm-hmm. infinite within its within its, which means that when we perceive it and take in the information from it, 
we can only have a perception ability of what we believe truth to be, which means that it's self-evident truth. Right. All right, we'll be back with more Dark Delight Show right for this. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, back to the Dark Delight Show. <laughs> We're on the hunt. And so, yeah, I mean, truth is that yes. when we look at it, our belief is not truth. Our belief is simply an interpretation of what we believe truth to be. And it can be wild, wildly misconstrued upon what truth actually is. And mm-hmm. so when we attack, when that gets attacked within us, when someone else attacks us with their beliefs or their truths, anybody, for instance, right. this produces great strife and, and defensive mechanisms stand up. And so this is why, like, when I red pill people or I, I, I attempt to red pill people, I never right. attack their beliefs. I never go after what they know or what they understand. Instead, I go after the information that they're taking in. Right. I talk about the weaponization of information, how that information has been manipulated before it got to their senses. And it, there's mm-hmm. an easy way to do this, too. I mean, you ask anybody in the sense of, you know, why they hate Donald Trump. And they'll say, oh, he's a, he, he called all Mexicans racist and, you know, uh, rapists and liar. murderers. And I'm like, well, actually, no, he didn't. And I can go to my, my saved videos. I can pull up the clip and where he talked about all human traffickers and gang mm-hmm. members were the murderers right. and the rapists. And that the, the, the Mexican immigrants coming over the border are actually really good people that are just looking for a better life. And they hear that and they go, well, I, I never heard that. I heard it on you know, a clip on CNN when they were talking about it. I said, yes, but that's the information you're seeing or hearing is being manipulated. Yep. And, and think about that. And those, there's people out there that are purposely saying the opposite of what is reality. And so that's why it's hard even – and, and Josh, I know there's times that you have to go back, and, and I do it as well. I go back, do introspective. I think about what I'm saying, what I'm doing, how I believe, because I don't want to get latched onto a topic and then go down a rabbit hole or go down the wrong direction and be so far away from the reality that I'm now disinformation. And so I'm constantly having to reset and look back and say, well, where am I at with this whole thing? What does it really look like? Where am I going? Uh, can I this? You know, I have to look at myself, and that's... And that's hard because you know what? It, you can be wrong. And it's, it's like the analogy I have always used in the past, as I say, you know, we've, we've been told the kitchen chair in the, in the kitchen was our God the whole, our whole life. And we walk out at 18 and suddenly find out that we've been lied to. Well, that's the reality in which we live in right now. So trying to find that peaceful truth and knowing that this is truth, this is really a fact. It, it really, there's, there's things I believe in now that I'm going, I still have to go back and double check on some th- stuff. I mean, just going back to Tartaria, going back to the, the city of Atlantis, going back to the pyramids, going back to uh, let's talk about that part of the things that we know are absolutely factually inaccurate in our textbooks. So how do we know the day to day that we're living in right now is not messed with as well? Well, we know it is. We see the ma- we see the legacy media, we see the the old media, what they used to do, and now we're trying to do something different. But that means we always we got to refresh. We got to refresh our knowledge and make sure that we're coming from the right direction. Well, and that's well said. Is that we should never be set stagnant within our beliefs or the information that we're bringing in. Is that Mm -hmm. we should be dynamic in the sense of how we approach knowledge, because when you're dynamic with knowledge, that that derives wisdom. 
And so right. we should always be continually progressing that information that we're bringing into our mind, that, that renewal of the mind, right? Because if we just said, hey, look, you know, the, uh, if it was the year 1490 and someone said the earth's flat and they never are going to accept anything other than that, then the earth is just going to be flat for the rest of their life, even though that it's verifiably proven not to be. Right, right. Well, and think about that, and that alone, okay? We did have a time in our history that we've been told that there was, you know, if you sailed off into the ocean, you would fall off the edge of the earth. And there was a, it was a proven fact. It was proven, right? There was a time that they literally taught everybody on earth that the earth was flat. But then that got, that was changed. Why? Because we bothered to go outside of our comfort zone. We bothered to go just a little bit further than what seemed, you know, normal. Well, I don't want to go too far out there because I don't want to fall off the edge of the earth. But, okay, think about the things that we're learning today. The things we're learning about, okay, the, the Durham thing. We haven't talked about that yet, but the Durham thing comes out. 300 and some odd pages of that. Well, is that the only thing he investigated for four solid years of his life was just the fact of whether the FBI knew it was factually inaccurate to go after Trump in that way and to make those claims? You know, there's other things coming out, but now... Now they can't. Now we have legacy media going back saying, "Oh, we were wrong." They're they're doing it very quietly, mm-hmm. but at the same time, the damage has been done for six years. And so, how do you unring the bell when you've already said that there's Russia, 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 all this other stuff? Well, we have to be mindful that even in our own lives, we got to be careful that what we say out there and what we're doing, that we are going back and self evaluating, doing, being very discerning, and saying, "Okay, am I on the right path on this?" And is this still accurate? The same thing with the fact that we now look at the globe as being round. And there are still people out there that believe just beyond that. Yeah, we're on a, we're on a round. There, here's the other variable. Have you heard this one, Josh? There's mm-hmm. flat earth. There's round earth. But then there's the bigger earth. Well, then there's <laughs> so, also hollow earth. There's hollow earth. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. earth is, is simply like a puddle in a right. larger planetary construct. I've heard this. Right, right. Or, and so the problem earth, is, is that the, Earth you, is under actually, yeah, Earth is a construct underwater in a bigger planetary construct. But isn't air around us just a less dense water because there is water in the air around us? So in reality, um, there's. I mean, well, you, you, well, no, I'm just air. using conceptual it, things. It's air with very few particulates of, of water vapor, depending upon the right. relative humidity. Um, but you, you know, here's the thing about this, and I've debated flat earthers before. I've had good debates and I've had bad debates, and the bad debates come right. about from um, obnoxious narcissists who cannot uh, communicate very well. But right. the conversation that I did have, I had with Flat Earth Dave. Okay? okay, and one of the things that I do when I have this conversation with a flat earther. Is they say, look, look, look how it, look how the sun's going over the horizon. I said, okay, let me ask you this, Dave. Can that happen on a flat Earth? He goes, yes. I go, okay. Can it happen on a round Earth? He goes, well, yeah. I go, so what you're showing me can happen both on a flat Earth and a round Earth. He goes, well, yeah. And I go, so how can you say that the Earth is flat if it can happen on both? And and I'll do that for everything that they say. And what you try to find is a discrepancy within the matter, right? And so they get the gravity, and, and many flat earthers believe gravity is actually just density. Now, really? this, this makes absolutely zero sense because density is a quality of matter. It's not a force that derives within matter, right? But right. density is mass over volume, 
right? And mass right. is calculated through understanding the acceleration <laughs> of a <laughs> right. force, right? So yeah. it it's like contradictory to try to teach these people high school physics, but when when we start looking at this density perspective, and I did this in the last discussion I had with flat earthers, is they claim that density, right, density and buoyancy are actually what gravity is, that denser objects fall down to the bottom, and that's what produces the earth and the ground and all that stuff, and that's what makes things fall. Right. Well, Jim, you mentioned air. Right. Right? Air. Yeah is not one gas. It's no. oxygen. It's nitrogen. It uh, has carbon dioxide in it. It has argon, other trace elements. It has water vapor in it. But yet, mm-hmm. it exists here at the surface level in a, a homogeneous mixture, right? Right. To where oxygen, which is just a little bit lighter than nitrogen, I believe. No, no nitrogen is just a little bit lighter than oxygen, exist together. Mm -hmm. Not in a molecular format, but they exist together in a gaseous form. And then you have carbon dioxide, which is a very, very heavy element or a heavy molecule that exists with them in that substrate. And I said, if this was density, all of those would be falling down into their various substrates. Is that you would have substrates of gases. The different elements would all topple on top of each other depending upon their density with carbon dioxide and water vapor being at the bottom and then nitrogen and oxygen and argon and so forth substrated at the top, which means that you wouldn't have life on this planet. You wouldn't have breathable air if what they claim gravity is, is actually density. Right. And it went right over their head. They didn't get it. All right. Well, and the thing is, is that that shows that they, they have a, they don't have a complete knowledge, right? So, then this was that you're you're making my point exactly. Uh, if you go too far in one direction down one little rabbit hole, you're not getting the full picture of everything. So what they did was they went down and they found the answers they wanted, they mm. looked for, and so instead of going, well, maybe I need to go back and check the math, or I need to check this, or I need to check that, they just went with their direction. And so and yes, that uh, flat Earth Dave, whatever, he has amazing information according to exactly what he has studied. But if he hasn't bothered to to be debated. And bother to go in and f- talk to the enemy, so to speak, and say, you know, how does it you come up with the round earth thing and how do I get there? So that becomes That's a complete right. knowledge. All right, we'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show after this. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, back to the Dark Delight show. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Jim, do you know what an analemma is? Analemma. I know what a dilemma is, but I don't know. A-N-A-L-E-M-M-A. Analemma. Analemma. I know what a dilemma. I know a dilemma, but not an analemma. If you... Had a I'm window. in a dilemma because I don't know analemma. <laughs> if you had a window to where you could see the noon sun every day, mm-hmm. and every day at noon you went out there and you put a dot to where the sun was, right? throughout the year, that sun is going to form a figure eight shape on your window. Roger that. Yep. Okay? 
where the top of the figure eight is the summer solstice, the bottom is the winter solstice, and the crossing of the figure eight is the two equinoxes. Okay? And what it's representing is the sun's height in the sky throughout the year of how the sun rises one degree every day to summer and then falls and decreases to the winter solstice. And it forms this figure eight, which is reminiscent of um, something going around, right? Right. Now, what's interesting about that is flat earth cannot explain it. They can't explain the analemma. They can't explain how the analemma actually occurs on a flat earth. Okay. Is there a, let me me interrupt real quick. Is there a group of people that believe that we are in the Truman show? We're just in a big dome. And there's a spotlight up there on us. Is there a name for that? Say it again. <laughs> is there is there a name for people that believe that we're living in the Truman Show, like the Truman Show, where they had, you know just had a spotlight where the sun was? Trumanites. Is there? I don't know. Trumanites. <laughs> it's like you just believe you're in a big production, right? I don't know. Well, I, 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 I do just... think that in some degree that we're in a big production. That uh-huh. um, I think that it's incredibly plausible that we could potentially be living in a simulation. Right. Not necessarily what we believe to be technology and computers, but um, in some type of grand simulation. The or ant farm? that uh, we are being tracked and monitored by some um, higher race of beings or entities. Um mm-hmm. I actually had a theory a long time ago. This is actually a pretty cool theory. I wanted to make a movie out of it. Right. Is that human beings have existed within the universe for billions of years and we evolved and ascended to higher levels of dimensionality. Right. And that we were free from our bodies and you know we existed in the universe and it became the end of time to where the universe goes into its great crunch. Right, because the universe is this never-ending cycle of uh, of expansion and contraction, and that right. we we understood that even though we existed at this higher level of dimensionality, that if the universe did this, then it would reset reset everything. We'd all die. So what we did is we created a a kind of like a simulation within a hyperspace dimension that would not fall away from the crunch. And we uploaded all of our consciousness into this hyperspace dimension. Right. And so we exist in that hyperspace dimension in a multitude of different simulations um, that Mm. kind of span human history. Right. And that we are waiting in that simulation for the recurrence of a livable universe to come back around. And that once Uh. that sensor detects that, then what happens is it sets off a process of awakening within the simulation to where all the the people who are involved in the awakening process um, start waking up and start remembering things of their existence to get themselves out of the simulation and Mm -hmm. back into the real universe. Mm. Yeah, I know. So basically, like, because energy never dies. What's that? It's because energy never dies, right? So it's always there. So you don't quit right. existing. Energy is neither created nor destroyed. It is only transferred or transmuted from one form to another. Mm-hmm. Now I get it. I like that. Now, it, it, but the problem is, is that you know whether you whether whatever it's going to be, you know, <laughs> we got to get back on Earth here for a second, Josh. 
be nice to each other. <laughs> Nice Even after Josh other. said that we may have a consciousness that's downloaded to a, uh, you know, a higher level, uh, be nice to each other. Just quit being jerks to each other well, all the time, and maybe we could figure this out. What's that? What's that? What is that? You ever heard my uh, spaceship theory? Uh-uh. Is that a uh, long time ago our planet was destroyed, and there was about ten thousand inhabitants left, and we all ventured onto a spacecraft and right. uh, set out to the stars to find a new home. And that right. the journey was going to be long, so we put ourselves in cryogenic sleep and uploaded our consciousness into a simulation, an artificial intelligence simulation. And that the simulation created multiple different versions of our home planet where we came from, kind of a utopian society that collapsed and, and crumbled. And uh, that, that one didn't work out too well. And eventually, the AI had to create a world and a society that filled in the gaps and spaces with non-participatory characters, NPCs, billions of them. And so what we have right now is us on that spaceship traveling through the infiniteness of space looking for a new planet. We've been doing it for millions of years, but yet all of our consciousness is trapped within the simulation on the spacecraft that is living within this computer-generated simulation world in where... There's 10,000 of us surrounded by 8 billion NPCs, non-participatory <laughs> characters, and we right. keep on running into each other. And every time we run into each other, like, dude, I, I know you. Like, how do I know you? Right. And, like, we're all, like, we all start always collaborating together and starting getting together and, and remember past lives and all these different things together. And mm-hmm. uh, I put that out there a few years ago, and I had – I can't even tell oh, that's you. A, that's the cartoon Wally. I mean, if you think about the Wally, how they jumped on the big lots or big whatever it was spaceship, and they had been on this loop until their planet recovered, and that's what the whole idea behind the movie Wally was. Yeah, that they once it became habitable with plant life, that they would suddenly come back. So anything's possible, man. This is uh, movies or documentaries. Reality, I mean, the thing is, is reality here's, is crazy. How many how many times do you I mean when we think about this AI that we're running into right now with all this super intelligence blah 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 we we think it's super intelligence but in reality it's just a collection of data which is basically I I, I keep going back to it looks like Google to me in a lot of ways if you don't if you don't form the question right you don't get the answer you're looking for um, and it's only going out there and pulling from perceived knowledge of what we have collected already. But at the same time, is is was this when AI goes too far, and then we have to do the whole big uh, snow globe shaking the glass and and resetting everything? Because you know, like the the fall of Babylon, the the Great Flood, the you know, all these different instances where we see through history. Maybe they were trying to tell us about these things that when you get too far down this path, that it it you have to reset because you you didn't get it right. Uh, well, society you or people. This this alternate story of Google. Uh-uh. Well, first, Google was um, had venture capital funds come in from a company called InQtel, which InQtel okay. is a uh, venture capitalist firm ran by three-letter agencies, the CIA. Right. And so initially, Google was funded by the CIA. Apparently, they were given the search algorithm technology as well as the um, um, the kind of data mining technology – by the right. CIA, their, their data mining AI that they've been using for many years, they were given it by the CIA. 
because the CIA, number one, wanted to get it out into the world, and number right. two, wanted to utilize it, but Google had to feed them all their data feeds to basically help their new systems that they had developed. But one of the reasons that they went and bought Google is mm-hmm. because they wanted to create a translatory model. So they needed this, uh, this kind of AI to get out there and start learning from people. And so there's no better way for an AI to learn than getting out there and, and start kind of just taking in data, right? But they needed mm-hmm. this, this learning model because they wanted their AIs to translate extraterrestrial uh-huh. intelligences languages of communications that they were intercepting that they could not decipher. And they thought that this AI might be able to do it if it learned enough about the world and language and how structure of language and all that operated. Mm-hmm. No, and uh, there's these, there's these very different options that are very plausible. Uh, the sad part of it is, is aren't, uh, okay, Josh, and this is a, a, an obvious question, but I mean, aren't you looking for the answers same way I'm looking for the answers. But really, we're not trying to find the answers so that we can control everyone else. We just want to get the answers to, to counter the lies that we've been told. We want to find out what the lies were and what the truth is so we can get back to a better understanding and, and a better us. And I mean, that's kind of what my thought pattern is, is I want, to, I want to find out what the lies are. I want to find out what the truth is and then just get everything all on the open. Yeah. Whether it be history or money or religion. Maybe our religions aren't right. Maybe we really did lose the true religion, and what we have left over is their variations of. I mean, we see manipulation through this through the histories. What if, Jim? What, what if, if mm-hmm. life was but a dream, and oh. all you had to do is row, row, row your boat <laughs> gently down the stream. Just take a cruise, merrily, huh? Merrily, 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 I thought you were going to come up with something like amazing God-given, you know. Well, think no, about you're it, just going to be. <laughs> what, what, if, what if this reality, okay, mm-hmm. was actually the dream world? And when you go to yeah. sleep at night, that's actually the real world. What a day for if you have intention, you can change your reality then, right? Yeah. All right, we'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show. And I'm lost in a daydream. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of My Pillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. 
My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. I'm having daydreams about night things in the middle. And back on the Dark Delight show. <laughs> hey, I wanted to remind everybody oh, Bobby. that uh, July 2nd of this year, we're going to have our 4th of July celebration. It's July 2nd. And so mm-hmm. that is at the Beachcomber in Canisius Lake. It's from noon to three. So put that on your calendar. And uh, please, y- y- what we ask is if, that you RSVP. Um, right now, the mm-hmm. only RSVP that we have is on the Red Pill Project um, Facebook page. And that's easy to find. Facebook.com slash Red Pill Project online. All one word. Red Pill Project online. Um, and then what we'll try to do is we're going to get that up on the YSL's page as well. So make sure you're following both the Red Pill Project and WYSL. And uh, please go ahead and RSVP for that event in Canisius Lake. Yep. I know I've got a few confirmations from a lot of different people um, or send me messages saying that they're going to be there. They'd like to be there. They're going to try to be there. So much appreciated on that. Uh, it would be myself, uh, Jimbo Price. I, I don't know who that guy Hello. is, but he'll be there. Jimbo Price. Uh, it's like Kimbo Slice, right? Jimbo Price. And uh, <laughs> Jimbo Price. And we'll be doing a meet and greet. We'll be having a, just a few drinks celebrating the uh, the birth of a nation, the the day that we declared independence from Great Britain. Well, two days before it. Actually, did you know, Jim? How about this? What's that? Little okay. Facts oh, history. yeah. Yes. That the signing of the Declaration of Independence was actually supposed to be on July 2nd. Right. Well, because it's not like they had the old uh, you know, electronic signature they could do today where you just email it over and get everybody to sign on it. There was a lot more to it than what we actually think about. And, and the idea was it was because they, they didn't publish it until July 4th or something or they didn't distribute it to the 4th. I can't remember what was the, the, how, why that was. But, yeah, a lot of what we understand is different than that. Hey, by the way, guys, come to the event. Stay, come early. Stay late. Enjoy yourself. Be there. Uh, me and Josh will be there to answer questions, chop it up with you, have a great time. Uh, bring the family. Don't don't hesitate to, to come out. And uh, if you guys want us to, you know, be a part of you know, things going on, you guys got to talk to us and reach out, and, and we'll be there for you. And just like this event here, this can I came together, and 
And uh, we were glad to be a part of this. So WYSL is, is a great part of what we do, and we want to be there to support them. Absolutely. Uh, it's going to be a good time. It'll be fun. So looking forward to that and hopefully meeting a whole bunch of you guys. We did one last year um, at, uh, what was it? It was Mortalis Brewery there in Avon. Absolutely great time. Had a good turnout. So we're looking forward to this year. And uh, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll keep on planning to do this each year as well. But, uh, you know, getting back, Jim, is, uh, oh, yeah. you know, the reason why I was talking about truth and lies and all that stuff is really because of the Durham uh, information that came out there. Um, the right. world has now found out the truth, the truth that we've been called conspiracy theorists for talking about for the last six years. And that is that Donald Trump did not have any Russian collusion. Actually, all the Russian collusion evidence information, the whole setup by the FBI, the DOJ, Barack Obama, John Brennan, Hillary Clinton all knew about it. They all can, they all approved this operation was 100% completely false and bunk, that it did not exist. It started with what was known as the Steele dossier. Christopher Steele mm-hmm. was hired by Fusion GPS, Nellie and Bruce Orr, to go out there and produce a dossier on dirt on Trump with Russian propaganda, with Russian uh, saying that he was a a Russian spy. And Mm -hmm. they sold the Steele dossier, gave it to the FBI. That's where Sussman comes in. The FBI utilizes it to obtain FISA warrants for a a crossfire hurricane. And then this led to the Mueller investigation and an impeachment number one. And what we find out is that Barack Obama, Valerie Jarrett, um, we have Brennan, the head of the CIA, mm-hmm. Comey, the head of the FBI, Rosenstein, all of these people, the head of our government, including the vice president, Biden at the time, and President Bar- right. Obama, knew that the dossier was paid for by Hillary Clinton and was absolutely garbage. It was not real. Right. They knew it was not real. And still yet... They peddled it in the FBI. The FBI even knew it wasn't real. And they peddled mm-hmm. it to the FISA judges, who most likely were um, told that it was real when it wasn't. And this was allowed well, to Well, the one guy who signed it out. was an Obama appointee. The guy who signed the FISA warrant, he was an Ab- a Biden uh, – or not Biden, but an Obama appointee. He was, right. he was put in there by but Biden. But either way, so, what yeah. we find out today is these people tried to form a coup – on our country. They committed mm-hmm. treason at the highest level and not oh, yeah. one arrest. Not one person's going to be held accountable. The FBI comes out today and says, oh, our mistake. We we made a mistake. My bad. <laughs> we made a mistake. <laughs> My bad. My bad. Uh, no, no, listen. You, you, We have to get rid of the FBI. The FBI needs to be gone. Get rid of them. Yep. Gone. Forever. Goodbye. See you. Yeah. No more. The Department of Justice, the DOJ IG needs to have a massive investigation into the DOJ. We need special counsels that are appointed to investigate Joe Biden, Barack Obama, John Brennan, Hillary Clinton, and how much involvement they knew, how much involvement they had of what they knew, and formal Mm -hmm. charges brought up against these people on treason. And here's the thing. It was great hearing CNN admit that the whole thing was a lie. It wasn't real. Donald right. Trump is completely exonerated. That was that was a great thing to hear. But but this isn't justice, people. But I need to hear that for the next six years to undo the last six years of you guys beating that drum that you knew was factually inaccurate. 
And I want an apology just because I don't want to have to say the word dossier anymore. I was so tired of hearing the word dossier. Dossier, dossier. I was tired of it. So I want, that's my, <laughs> I knew it was all factually inaccurate, but I just hate having to use the word pro quo and dossier. I don't know why. It just bothered the crap out of me. Those are the ones I always worried about. <laughs> like, I don't want to say dossier anymore. Rah! But uh, yeah, no, we've. I want I want six years of my life back. You know what? And how do you do that? Once you've rang that bell for six years, how do you unring it for six years? And that's a real problem. I mean, they already put it out there. Hmm. Well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I hope hmm. that this is just the beginning. There's a lot of evidence to show that this is actually just the beginning. That from this, you're about to see some massive booms come about because the fact that John Durham just came out and said what we're, what we've known for six years, that right. the FBI not only lied, they colluded with the Obama administration, they colluded with the, the, the former president of the United States, the former yep. secretary of state of the United States, then candidate, to yep. basically coup a – duly elected president and commit treason against him by continuing right by continuing to allow it to go forth after he became president they had the Mueller investigation which was a complete sham 33 right. million dollars wasted and then they had mm-hmm. the impeachment which should be repealed immediately yep. just unbelievable oh absolutely i mean i i'm just well, all. Well, we've been we've been so lied to so long. Here, by the way, we are getting ready to come up on the whole government shutdown. You know what, guys? I, I'm going to call it out right now. I, I let's shut the government down. Let's shut down the federal government for the next 12 months, and then let's just see if we really miss them. I mean, we and the thing is, when you have a shutdown, no one quits getting paid. They just quit going and doing their job. So it's not a shutdown like everybody thinks of. There's no shutdown of the government. Yeah, there's like 2% of the government that doesn't function. But everybody just stays home. But they still get paid. They still get their paychecks. They still get their benefits. They still get time accumulated for retirement. So, you know what? Done. Bye. Go home. Government shut down. We quit. I'm ready for it. Let's do it. Shut down (laughs) the government. We need a break. We want a divorce. (laughs) All right, guys. We need some time away. Tomorrow. With the Dark Delight yep. Show, this is Jim and Josh signing off. Have a good day, guys. See you guys. <laughs>